Thank you for subscribing to KCWG The Truth Extra, our premium content channel. We have copies of our shows, plus exclusive content from our hosts and their guests. Also, as a subscriber, you'll be invited to participate in giveaways and events. Thank you for supporting and listening to KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio on the planet. KTWGTheTruth.com. I'm your boy, T. Russ. And you're listening to Real Love, Real Talk Uncut. Man, we chilling today. We got a great show. Uh, man, we got a lot of things to do today. And if you're out there listening to the best internet radio station on the planet, you can call in at 951-520-1037. I got my little homeboy right here, my little son, Kesey Bug. We chilling today in the studio. And I got the master, Pastor Starks. Yes, producing the show today. Yes, it's going to be a great show today. And uh, we got a lot of things to talk about. And, this, and the topic today is from boys to men. Woo! Sit back and enjoy this session today and this topic. We're going to get down uh, with the guests that I have coming up. I want to talk a little bit on the monologue today about the topic from boys to men. I hope everybody's out there listening. I hope you uh, got your Bibles out there and you prayed up for your boy right here. Um, fast for me a little bit, intercede for me a little bit, and for the station that we bring awesome topics, that we bring what the people want, not just what we want. From Boys to Men, I decided to do a show that looked at the underdog, that looked at uh, me going back 30 years with... Some cats I grew up with. I grew up uh, in Los Angeles in the Watts area, Los Angeles area, and uh, had a lot of friends there. And my mother moved us to um, the wilderness. I call it the wilderness. But in the wilderness, I moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, became stable there in my middle school years. And I uh, would fly back and forth from L.A. to to visit my dad and his family till I was eight, age of 14 years old. And I had a lot of disparity in my mind because uh, a lot of my friends didn't have dads growing up. Uh, a lot of us were raised by mamas and grandmothers, a lot of us black men. If you're out there right now and, you, and you're not black and you got raised by a mama or your grandmother, really race and ethnicity doesn't mean a thing. It just means that a woman that was strong in your life grabbed a hold of you and they raised you and they loved you and they nurtured you. 
Uh, today we're going to talk to a couple of my friends from the past, and we're going to talk about how we became men from boys. And that's why the topic today is from boys to men. When I grew up, I when I left Los Angeles and came to Tulsa, Oklahoma, I met a group of guys that uh, kind of grew up with me into high school, and I called them a Fab Five because we went through a whole lot together. We knew each other's mamas, and we very I think only one guy in the pack had a daddy, and uh, that was my friend Renard, and he had the only daddy, I think, in the pack. We was trying to scuffle for daddies. If we could get a daddy for a rental daddy, we would be happy. And so with that being said, we we grew up, and uh, I was thinking about them today, and I want to just give them just all the props in the world. You're uh, listening to we, exciting premium content in, in on KCWGTheTruth.com. Uh, there was Keith, a.k.a. Scoop, and there was Renard, a.k.a. Jock. There was Demetrius, we just called him D, and then my boy, Anthony Rowe. Uh, and God bless his soul. He he died a couple years ago tragically and was murdered. And uh, and it was myself. And we would go on the basketball court and we would play ball. And we would run cats on the court. Uh, we did everything, man, from loving God to stealing cars to breaking in houses. <laughs> They're probably laughing at me on the radio right now. But that's just what we did. And uh, we were fearless. And uh, we had love not only for our brothers, but for the street and for those that raised us. It's so funny, man, because later on, man, we, we parted ways. I went to the military. I think uh, Anthony went somewhere. We, we, we all have, I, I think except one or two people have did time, have been incarcerated. Uh, we are all fighters. But one thing that we have in common today is we love Jesus. We all love Jesus, and we all love our people. And with that being said, um, we also have something very special today uh, with the co-host, DJ Rome. DJ Rome, we're going to have him after the break before we bring the special guest on. And uh, DJ Rome is making his farewell uh, farewell debut because he's going on to bigger and better things. He's going to do some things. We want to give a shout-out to him and come back with him. And... Uh, just give him some love, man, and the things that we have did at the radio station. And I think he's going to do some greater things. And so with that being said, we're going to take a little break. And uh, when we come back, we will have the articulate, meticulous DJ Rome. And then we'll chop it up with our guests, Renard Johnson, a.k.a. Jock, and Keith Carpenter, a.k.a. Scoop. We'll be back. About to serve something fat, holla, hear me right. The media taking up who they want to. Forced to live like that, making power moves. Lacing hot tracks for my zeros. My pub in my Kiro. I get down with down, just down to triple O. Stakes in the game, heating up, I'm squeaking. God open up the door, ain't no need for sneaking. Worldwide, name known, 2G, name owned. Every time on the road, do a show, love show. Motivated by Christ, give it all we can. Round the world in the day, cause we in demand. Do you love me? Riders never sleep. Would you sub me? Bouncing in your teeth while the thugs be hanging on the street and the clubs be moving to my beat. Make it bounce. I see clearly. Hang down to a sign so they feel me now. In the lights from my eyes, they feel me now. Turn it up, holler back. Feel me now. Everybody. 
in her scope, one on bomb hit. They pace me, you know what? Like off a red and bocker, I keep it popping, baby. We about to take you on the journey, you can't stop it, baby. They say I'm crazy because I act like this. To the world, I got the dance floors packed like this. I want to live like the rich and get to the pole so we can all have dough and educate to get low. Check those rectos, they get out of pocket. Why they melt like chocolate? We the ones making profit, you can't change mine. My lyrics got hang time, be so tight if you can see to be throwing up gang signs. Talk Uncut with your boy T. Russ, and I hope the articulate, meticulous DJ Rome is on the line. Is he on the line? He's on the line? DJ right. Rome. Hey, what's up, man? What's happening, good brother? Hey, hey Pat, Pat, I don't know what Pat starts doing, man. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> wow. Thank you, guys, for starts. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's 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 Pastor Starks, man. Gave you an awesome uh uh I don't know what that was, parade, man. He gave you a parade. How you doing, man? Wow, ticker tape parade even. I feel like Derek Jeter, man, with the whole country doing that that salute from the tip of the baseball cap. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling good, man. How you doing? Are uh, we good, man? We wanted to give you a call, man, because I let the people know. That this was your last show, man, and uh, Pastor Starks was saying how great of a job we both have did, you have did, and we wanted to honor you today, man, because you're going on to bigger and better things like we all are, but this is your time, your space, your moment. And so wanted to know if you had any words for the people out there, any wisdom uh, for the folks out there that love DJ Rome. <laughs> well, thank you, man. This has been the honor of my life, good brother. <laughs> and when you gave me that call that you were going to be starting this program, I was, um, you know, I, I was flattered. I was uh, cautiously ecstatic, and uh, I wanted to check it out first because it, it's been a while since I had devoted myself to, to radio in this way. And so, but I had never co-hosted, you know, to be frank. I'm not trying to put myself out there as being some veteran Donnie Simpson type of uh, Dick Clark <laughs> level right, of uh, right. host. But, you know, it was uh, when I heard how good you were, I was like, yeah, I can get involved in this because this, this brother is good. This well, brother's got I'm all right, man. I'm all right. <laughs> hey, man. You, I'm all right. Oh, man. I'm excited that this is going to be continuing on, man. It, it's been a pleasure, man. It's I been a joy. It. And I just uh, spent time looking back at the, uh, the, the shows that we did together. And if people haven't checked it out yet, 
I wasn't able to hear the show. I couldn't get online to uh, hear your introduction, so I'm, I'm coming in cold right now. Okay. And so what, I, what I've been doing is uh, listening to the archives, and I definitely want to bring people's attention to the archive page on Facebook, Real Love, Real Talk Uncut on Facebook. And on those pages or on that page, that we cover such a range of topics, and there's so much wisdom and insight from the topics that we covered, the people that called in, and I think people going forward, you'll have such a, a, a reservoir of resources now, and that's not going anywhere. And so awesome. I'm just really privileged and blessed to have been a part of this for so long with uh, you and good brother Pastor Starks, and to be able to talk to so many people about some topics that really, really matter, things that are really, really personal to us has been, um, it's been thrilling. And so I hope that people have been able to tune in and get something out of it, to get something of value. And I want them to give us both an opportunity to uh, to carry on, as I'm sure they will. You're on to some amazing things. You know, you're going to be carrying on. And um, I know Starks is going to be carrying on. So I, I just see great things from here, man. And this has been the honor of my life to have been a part of this. Well, that's awesome, man. And I know you're going on to do some deep things with the Juju and uh, and in your musical career, man, and even on the radio and taking it to the next level, like we always have talked about. Uh, right. God takes care of his people. He said, if I'm for you, who can it be against you? And so uh, I don't even think about people being against me and you don't either. We talk and uh, we just go out there and do it and make that grind. And so and I'm just happy to be a part of your life. Uh, there are times I get sad that it comes to an end, but thing thing about men is men grow, uh, and they and, and and they do their own thing, and that's what men do, you know. Uh, and and we cool, we hold that relationship. You can always call on me. I'm still gonna be here until God says no. But uh, it's been a privilege, also, man. And I know Pastor Starks, man, he got something to say. Oh, hey, yeah. my brother, my brother, the meticulous. Intelligent, <laughs> man, uh, ever present, uh, that's right. man, man, with the words, uh, man, I am just uh, honored and uh, just considered considered a privilege to uh, had met you and to work with you. You're a constant professional, uh, man, and so uh, it just kind of uh, uh, rips my heart out of my chest that I want to talk to you every Thursday. You're listening to exciting um, premium man, content but, uh, on KCWG. You know what? I think somebody else says a little com. better than me, so let me just go ahead and hit this. Okay. It's really gonna be different Sing it, Smokey. Time is gonna be hot and slow. That was just a little bit of smoky, man. If we're really going to miss you, brother. And, and, well, and, 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 go ahead. Go ahead, DJ. No, man. Go ahead, man. Well, I just wanted to say, you know, before, you know, we let you off the line that anybody out there, I just wanted to say that when I first met you and you came up to the conference and you say, man, can you mentor me? And I was, you know, in my mind, I'm like, man, this is a, it's a grown man still said that, but you was humble. And I look at what you have done in your life. You went from where you at in L.A. Mm-hmm. to the Bay. Right. L.A. to the LA. Bay. And then you conquered. 
You conquered yes. them cats. You you conquered it in such a way because I referred you to LAUSD. LAUSD kind of turned it back, and you said, they ain't going to stop me. Let me handle it. And you went to the Bay where some people grabbed a hold of you and liked what you brought to the table, and you turned everything around. You turned your life around. You became the man. And I was like, wow, he did it. And so I, much props to you. I'm all about soldiering. I'm all about suffering. But I'm all about reigning, too. And God said, how can you reign with me unless you suffer? I believe you did it. I believe you dare. And I'm, I can't wait till you, you do great, greater things than you are right now. Yeah. Well, that, that, yeah. Yeah. That, that, I, I appreciate those kind words. And it's, it, it was quite a transition to come from L.A. to the Bay, no doubt about it. And it's, it was a precursor to me embarking upon, as you said, bigger and better things. I met the love of my book here. And, you know, that, that's been perhaps the biggest, no, not perhaps, that is the singular most important endeavor that's ever come out of this to date. And so um, I'm very pleased about that. And one last thing I'll say is that the struggle is definitely still a factor. You know, the, the fact that we are two brothers doing this work and still to this day, we still have to catch it. You know, we still have to go in and we still have to represent like men, like black men, like strong black men. And when we come to these meetings, we are not playing with y'all. Okay, you guys don't have to like us. You guys don't have to understand the struggle and why we fight the way we do for these kids because the reality is it doesn't matter. A kid is a kid is a kid is a kid to me. And so if I'm going to fight hard for a little white girl, if I'm going to fight hard for a little Hispanic girl or a Hispanic boy, you best, you best believe I'm going in hard for our people too. You best believe that. And so I'm not going to just settle and accept what some paperwork may say about somebody's status or somebody's capabilities. I'm never limited to what someone's opinion may be of a certain child because people don't understand the power of the pen is mighty. And whatever comes forth out of those meetings, that is permanent. That's going to follow that child no matter where they go. And so if a child is truly representative of a particular area of need, I have to be sure. And so if I'm not sure, you can best believe the meeting is not going forward until I'm cool with it. And that's just how it is. And so I'm saying that because I've been accused of talking about race too much. And I've been accused of advocating too hard for the African-American kids. I'm like, well, thank you very much. I'm happy to disappoint you because that's why I'm here. That's right. Because what you don't know is that I fight hard for all these kids, but I do fight a little harder for ours because you don't know what that black boy is going to go through if he walks out of here with an emotional disturbance criteria, a label like that, when it's not really justified. This kid has not had a physical altercation in three years. And why is he walking around with ED on his IEP? Right. Why? It's not right. right. Maybe he, I mean, maybe he didn't have ED in the first place. So I believe because of those reasons, I think the struggle definitely has to go on. We are where we need to be in order to best represent this profession and represent black men and represent the profession with style and grace that, you know, and do it in such a way that we inspire, hopefully, other aspiring people who want to embark upon a career in education, but specifically targeting school psychology. We need you. T. Russ and DJ Rome need you guys to step up. Don't be afraid to apply to those programs. Don't be, a flock, don't be afraid to go to these college programs and apply. If that doesn't work, 
go to a private school, okay? There's a program out there for you, but you have a vision for yourself in the future as being a sentinel for people that can advocate for our youth because there's not enough of us out there doing it. Russ and I represent point zero five of school psychologists across right. this country. That's right. Not point five, not five, not point five, point zero five. That's right. That's right. Okay. And if you and if you want to slice and dice it up a little bit more, we are heterosexual strong black men. So you might as well cut that zero point five and have two. That's right. Okay. So right. we need your help. And so this is a call to arms. I want you guys to take the inspiration that you've gotten from this program and we'll continue to get support T Russ and support me as I go forward in my endeavors. I'm going to keep all of y'all in prayer. And uh, this has been the joy of my life. And you, my brother, you strong cat, you a real cat. And uh, Pastor Starks, I love you guys, man. So uh, I just want to say thank you to both of you and to the audience. The saga continues. Amen. And uh, we love you, too. Yes, sir. And, yes, sir. Uh, we will come back with the two guests, home. I call them homegrown cats. This is Real Love, Real Tuck with T. Russ and my boy, DJ Rome. We'll be back.
like Jay Z when in her scope, one of bomb hit. They page me, you know what? Like off a red and bocker, I keep it popping, baby. We about to take you on the journey, you can't stop it, baby. They say I'm crazy cause I act like this. To the world, I got the dance floors packed like this. I wanna live like the rich and get to the pole so we can all have go and educate to get home. Check those rectos, they get out of pocket. Why they melt like chocolate? We the ones making profit, you can't change mine. My lyrics got hang time, be so tight if you can see it, be throwing up gang signs. Now. talk uncut and uh we on the line with some couple real cats uh back from the day and so the topic is from boys to men and, uh, you're listening to exciting premium content on kcwg the truth that's going to kind of move you i was telling my boy keith uh not too long ago i said man when i when i look at you and i've always looked at you I've always seen a guy that everybody got along with. I always kind of envied that, like, how does he do that? I saw strength in this cat. He was the only cat that really had the coolest car. He always had the greatest swag, and he always had that calm, cool, collected attitude. I remember he was the first guy I went to college with, and we roommated together, and I was just like, wow, this brother's going to be something great. Um, I always have told him that, that he was smarter than I'm, than I was and we would always play ball and I would always count on this three-point jumper to win the game I would always count on this cat if we had to go to blows with somebody to go to blows with him and a lot of people probably listening right now would go what does that mean that's immature that's not immature that's real talk and that's real love and so I always had love I always had respect for this brother and his people and just loved him uh to the end um AKA Jock, Renard Johnson. Uh just just love this brother. He was like our protector. He was the guy that you had to go through to get through all of us because he was the the bounty hunter. He was the cat that always had to prove that you couldn't go through nobody unless you go through him. I always looked at him as like, man, I I I I was really this weak physically, but I would always try to prove to Renard that I could just beat him and anybody else up. I was just that type of dude. I know good and well I could whoop that dude. Nobody could whoop that dude. That dude was uh, the most athletic brother with common sense that I ever met in my entire life. And I actually walked onto the Washington Redskins along with uh, two of his brothers that played for Washington Redskins and, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Got love for them. I want to introduce you to um, two of the best friends I've ever had in my life growing up. I want you to introduce you to Keith Carpenter and Renard Johnson. You guys on the line. How y'all doing? What's up, man? Hey, nothing. Chilling, chilling. Huh? Sitting there relaxing and chilling like you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. What's up, Keith? Hey, hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, I know you got, man, I've been trying to get you guys on here a long time. You just didn't know it. But, uh, I wanted to get you guys on the line because you guys got some knowledge that a lot of youngsters need to hear. And I wanted to throw something uh, by you. Um, I wanted to let you guys understand that it was five of us that would go play ball. It was me, yep. you, Demetrius, and Anthony Rowe. Yep. And I think about that sometimes, and I go, wow. And I think about you, Scoop, and I think about you, Renard. And I wanted to, to get you on the show, man, and call Boys to Men, uh, and just tell just tell your story 
and maybe how we met and how we grew up, starting starting with you, Keith. For me, is you know I, I can't. I moved in over there in the hood, over there in Northland area. I was coming from deep, deep north out there off of 56th Street, man. Out there, you know, I grew up out there with a lot of them cats who started. I mean, I did a lot of fighting and everything out there in that way. Well, anyway, I, I got in some trouble, man. My mom was tired of it, so she decided we was moving out of that neighborhood. So we moved in over there on Renard's and them streets, and uh. I think how we first met is, you know, me, I got a little brother. He's like six years younger, but me and him was out in the front playing a little bit. And uh, I guess we uh, looked up the street and saw because Renard, you know, it was him and I get his two brothers. We used to see them play a little bit. But for about two weeks, we wouldn't even approach him. So then we finally approached him, man, and everybody just hit it right off. But, uh, you know, I yeah, was into yeah. basketball, riding bikes, you know what I'm saying? We ran in one wheel. So, you know, once we hit it off, man, we all – had a common bond, which was sports, really, to start it off with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, right. Scoop brought basketball to everybody in the hood. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I put a goal up the back. You know, back when I played, man, we was nailing bicycle rims on the side of the house and all kind of stuff, making uh, basketball rims out of hangers and shoe strings and stuff. So, yeah, I'm a, I put a right. goal up in my back. And it drawn all the kids in the on the, in that certain area used to come to my house. And my house was like the little rec center in the neighborhood. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That left hand yeah. shot, boy. That scoop the doobie, shoot them three pointers all the time. <laughs> and, and so, so how did how did how did how did the fives to start, man? Like, and I won't exclude Bobby Burks because he was one of them too. Even though he stayed in the house yeah. all the time. But, you know, talk a little bit yeah. about that, man, how we evolved and, and how, you know, as young well, men we evolved. What you think? <laughs> well, listen, I, I want to go back to Tommy when when you showed up, man. Okay. Okay, you know, like, man, you know, because Demetrius was, I, I guess, I think Demetrius came, did Demetrius come along around the time, Tommy? I know Demetrius came from Norman. They were staying up in Norman, right, Doc? Yeah, Tommy, yeah, Tommy and them was already there. You know, Tommy would come, They was, Tommy would spend the night all the time over there with me. Okay, but listen, I, I remember you, Tommy, like you said, man, you was a dude, man. You you was full of, like, conflict, man. You you was always, like you said, I didn't know. I thought you was trying to prove something to me. No, but Tommy, you came into the hood over there, man, ready to fight. You was ready to fight all the, all time, the time, man. All the time. <laughs> you and Josh came hey, into it. I knew y'all hey, were hey, first hey, up. man. Trying to, trying to keep his head, boy. It was hard. It was a hard thing to keep him calm and cool and collected. It was. Man. It was. It was. Really? Especially when we go out of town and shoot ball. He'd be the, him and Anthony Rowe be the first one to fuse up. Oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's just finish the game. <laughs> he touched me wrong. I, I thought, yeah. But I, mean, I also remember you as being, you know, you, you put a lot of thoughts in a lot of stuff you did too, man, about... You know, like a lot of times, we were going to try to make a move, you know, a, a move that probably wouldn't have been a smart move, especially when yeah. it came to Renard. He said Renard would always step up, and, you know, like, he was going to represent all of us. But then you would step in with some intellectual reason why he shouldn't be doing what he's doing, even though you were down. And you was ready to take his spot. You would always have some kind of intellectual deal to throw at him so he could think about what he's doing first, man. You always had that. <laughs> always. That, 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 analytic type right. of man. 
Wow. That was that spiritual bond. That was God in him, you know. That that that's my auntie putting it off into him. Aunt Joanne, you know, she's a prayer warrior. Yeah, she is. A missionary. She, is. she she kept that over him, you know, and and kept the word in him. So you know, he had to really think. Even though he wanted to be a hothead, he had to think because it was already instilled in him. Well, you know, you know, if I want to add on to it, you know, Renard, you had the only dad. You really only had yeah. the, the real dad that took care of business and. Uh, uh, Uncle Raymond. And Uncle Raymond got on my yep. god dang nerve. But Uncle Raymond could play them bones. He had wisdom and he brought home that bacon. And, uh, he, yep. you know, he, he put it down. And we would always look forward to just kind of looking at Uncle Raymond, man. And, uh, you know, talk about, Renard, talk about you know, having a dad, the only probably one of the only dads in the hood. And even though he was your stepdad, I think later on in life he became your dad. And talk about that, man. Yep. Well, really, you know, at the beginning, my, he wasn't, like, profound in my life. But when I got older, you know, say, teenager, he started showing himself more to be my dad. Okay. A disciplinary, sports. You know, he was the first four-letter man out of Booger T. Washington High School and left Tennessee State, Tennessee University, one of the first black men, too. But the thing is, with my dad, he was just, he instilled in us and being respect. You have to give it. And you have to earn it. Right. And once you earn it, you demand it back. But he said, you walk upright. He never wanted us to walk with our head down. We always walk with our head up. That's right. That's because right. he was always blessed. That's true. So, I mean, it, it was a big thing because, I mean, when you sit up and talk about us five, he was there through everything we went through, even even with the younger ones, Keith's little brother, right. the novice, Dion, you know, Tiffany. Right. It, it was like my dad was there for everybody. Yeah, and he was just be, he was just being a man, you know. As, as we as we are today, we strive to be like that, to be a man to our family and to raise our kids like we have to put them on the right path, right? And let them see us bring in, like as you were saying, the bacon, you That's know, right. being the head of the household, being a real man. Yeah. In other words, you know, like we, I, I hate throwing Bible scriptures on everything, but you know, the Bible did say, "Follow me as I follow Christ." It's telling a man to line up with the Word of God, and then you can lead your family. But until you line up with the word of God, you'll never be able to lead your family. You'll be going astray. Absolutely. Amen, amen, amen. Absolutely, absolutely. And 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 with that being said, we, all of us have gone through a lot. Uh, I know me and Keith have been incarcerated. Keith got a little deeper with incarceration. I got incarcerated in the Army, too. And then we got into a lot of drugs, a lot of all this stuff. How, how did we get out of it? How did you get out of it, Renard? How did you get out of it, Keith? You guys know my story, so how'd you guys get out of it? Well, I'm, I'm just going to say, you know, somebody praying for me. Just be real, yeah. Somebody be praying for me. Okay. Because, I, did, I, you know, I had did so many wrong things and, and, and just thought it was right. And like Keith was saying, you know, it took a lot of people around me to be use wisdom, you know, sometimes because I would, would snap. You know, I was always quiet, wouldn't say nothing, but, you know, would like to end it. We're yeah. not going to do too much talking. No. Let's just go to blows and, and finish this and get it over with. At the end result, if you still here, you here. If you hurt, you hurt. If you can walk away, cool. But let's end this now. Let's not do that. I had to grow up out of that because it was just a hard life. I live in the world. You know, I kept my family, my mom and dad, worried. Oh, who's going to sue us today? Who's going to sue us next week? Who's, who is, is my son going to be alive? Are they going to shoot or kill him? Because, you know, he he's wanting to hurt people bad. Right. He's not using his head. Right. And... And and when it came to you know like the, the stealing, you know stealing people's stuff, man, you know you we we was we was dumb selling drugs. Right, right. 
We was just we was just dumb, young and dumb, but we had to wake up out of that and realize everything that we did that with all the money we made, we don't have nothing to show for it. But everything we don't work for today, you can look back and say, Oh man, I still have that and I bought this in nineteen ninety, nineteen eighty three, I bought this, this pair of pair of shoes here and they still look brand new, you know, but I, I I don't have nothing like that, but I'm just sitting up saying stuff like that. You can sit up and see that you had it for a while. Right. That you earn, that you earn correctly. Right. And that that's where that's where, you know, dad came in and, you know, basically helped put it in me and instilled in me to where if you earn it the correct way, right. You would have it later in life. Right. And I think he did a, a such a good job. I know my grandmother, you know, everybody knows she sold drugs on the whole north side. And uh, I kind of took that philosophy in the sense that uh, not that I would sell drugs, but I would freaking hurt you. Like I would hurt you physically and try to shoot you and kill you. And I had to grow up out of that. And uh, always trying to prove that uh, that I could in my mind. And knowing that my dad rejected me, people rejected me. And so all I had, really, I'll be honest with you, and since you on the air, was you guys. So, you know, mm-hmm. when I felt I didn't have that, I, I, I went to the Army because I was like, hey, I don't, I don't know what to do. And, and that's what people right. do. They go to the Army. Uh, Scoop, you went another direction also. Keep talking about your direction. Well, man, my direction, man, you know, uh, I, I, I can somewhat say that I know I had people praying for me. Uh, like you touched on earlier about none of us had a father but Renard. So I had men in my life. But the men in my life, you know, they, uh, they kind of – throw things at me that, like, that I probably shouldn't have been able. See, like, I had one uh, stepdad, man. You know, I guess I was at, like, 11 when I was, you know, this man, he'd give me a pint of gin and the keys to his truck, man. Right. Let me go. I guess, I look back now, I think he was trying to get rid of me, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, and then, listen, when I moved over in the hood with Renard, and Renard was already driving, too. You know what I'm saying? That's right, he was. You he know, was, we was. He was the man. We was driving Twelve to thirteen, man. Yes, sir. Yes, we was. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, listen, my route. I mean, I'm not gonna say it was a little rougher than y'all. I I chose to indulge in uh, all the things of life that was in in the hood. You know, I you know, I mean, man, uh, I'm a winner, man. I was just went for it. I wanted to conquer each and every obstacle in the hood that I thought would prove that I was a man. That proved. That I was a, you know, I was about something. Y'all know that, man. We we did drugs to the most and everything. And me, I have an yeah. addictive personality. Right. So, I mean, it wasn't no in-between for me, man. It's either is or it ain't. And I always went for the gusto, man. So my my route took me to some of the deepest, darkest places in the hood. When it came to drugs and I, now y'all know, I, I'm, I don't know if you still, you know, man. I got a job at American Airlines. I was like 20 years old, man. Mm-hmm. I was the youngest cat out there at the time. But that job, man, it took me. I started trafficking cocaine with that job. I was taking flights every weekend, man, going different places. But the long story short of it is, I went from enjoying the benefits of selling drugs to using the drugs. Right. So, like I said, I've been on the bright side of it, then I took myself to the darkest deal of Because I had a real bad crack addiction, man, for a lot of years, man. Uh, I think it was like 2003, but I'm gonna tell you the, the what kind of the thing that really woke me up to think and know that I got to do something different in life was when Mr. Brooks. When we talking about Renard's dad, yeah. when Mr. Brooks passed away, I was incarcerated. Now I remember Renard came to the place was incarcerated at man, man that killed me, man. 
it killed me. I could not leave. I could not be with him. I, you know, I, I couldn't be there to come on. I couldn't be there to see his father's bear, man. That was the first time I ever had virtual awakening in that place, man. When Renard came to visit me, man, and this was a you know, I was outside of the prison, but I, he knew. He, he knew how to get to me. He could me, man. In the time where he needed somebody, he got to me, man. And that touched me, man. I had, first, I had my first spiritual awakening in man. And from that day forward, I mean, it didn't, I went about three years, man, clean and sober and searching the Lord, searching out his word. You know, I didn't really know the true concept of how to get to the Lord and that, but he was working on me. God was working on me, man. He touched my spirit. He, 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 he taught me that reading the word that he taught me. I learned that if I wanted to be what he is, to feed my, I knew to feed myself the word. Right. You know, if right. I, I wouldn't never, I would, I hadn't learned to pick up my Bible and read yet, but I knew I could turn to some Christian station or something and listen to the word, and the word would mm-hmm. be implanted in me, and it was working on me like that. But the pastor, of Mr. Bruce, really did it for me, man. So then it took me, to, you know. Then the next time I got in trouble, I started, I started noticing that the reason I'm out here had his hand on me the whole time. He's taking me through this. He's taking me through that. So I, I got in another situation where I was incarcerated. But I, I was, by the blessings of God, he fixed it where I was the drug court program, man. So the drug court program is to introduce discipline in my life. It gave me some structure. It made me have to, it was their structure, but it showed me what structure can do for you. Right. Structure and discipline. The things that I didn't get growing up. Because we was like wild childs, man, in the street. I didn't have nobody to answer to at my home. My mother respected me enough because I kept money in my pocket and I kind of almost took care of myself. And I helped her with some needs, you know. So it wasn't like I was a terrible kid at home, but out in the streets, I was a whole different person, man. I was living, we lived double lives. And y'all know we did. We were from home to the street. Yeah, absolutely. We, we knew how to act around the house and in the hood. But when soon as we got out of man, we was mobbed. So I didn't <laughs> yeah, have to no, we I picked that. That's true. So going through the system, I've been through every stage of the system here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've been through drug court. I've been through the 12 and 12. I've been to work camps. I've been to, I've been behind the walls of the maximum security prison. So my route, it took me a little longer to get there. That's why I like to talk to you boys to men. You know, I, I lived as a boy a long time in a man's body, man. Right. And it wasn't until, like I said, about the year 2008, man, when I totally gave my life to Christ, man, and I understood what yeah. it is to be a man. I tell you I truly what. understood what it was to be a man. Absolutely. I tell you what, we're going to come back, take a break. We're going to have Renard speak some some wisdom. We're going to talk about our late 20s and going into marriage and relationships when we come back. Oh, all right. Going into marriage. <laughs> Tommy got this all the way laid out for us, don't he? I guess so. You don't want to be married? Oh, no, he I love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? I love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? I don't think that I can live no other way. Truth be told, I'm living now on an A. Not to see them blessings in the modern day. The Lord I serve, He give them to me every day. What's wrong with you? 
back we back you listening to real love real talk uncut love, with the cats with the cats from t town what's up man what's up man hey so i we uh we got about a half an hour man i want to throw some deep stuff i want to get a little deep uh you know in our 20s man i uh i was a hurt dude i think we all were hurt and uh i got into some stuff man um just taking cats out man just shooting cats man in fact i haven't been back to tulsa in a long long time and with that being said uh are you guys are you guys there we're here okay with that with that being said um some things have happened to all of us for example uh loss of life i lost my i call chauncey my brother renard you lost your son we just lost a lot of freaking people man and uh it just kind of grew me up that way in a, in a, cause I used to be kind of emotionless, man, when it came to getting the grind on and fighting and, and shooting and all that stuff, man. And, and God saved me at 30. I mean, he really saved me at 30. And uh, that's when I got married. Yeah, I was going to take you back to when we were 16, Slick. Okay, well, go ahead. Take it back. What you got? You know, when we, when, when we were 16, we was, we was church hopping, trying to get saved. Yeah, okay. Running from church to church, trying to, trying to, Terry, as they said, for the Holy Spirit to come in us. <laughs> <laughs> we were going, we were going from church to church trying to find it. Yeah. What is this? Everybody's talking about our mamas and pastors and uncles and stuff. What are they talking about? Right. Should we want it? Right. <laughs> right. Well, what happened? <laughs> well, we... you know, it, it 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 didn't hit us at that time because you know. The time that it hit me, I wasn't ready for it because I was going to hook up with a girl. Right. We was at church on a Sunday, but we was tearing for it for a week. Okay. Going church hopping for a straight week. Okay. I and remember it took that. a Sunday for me to get the Holy Spirit. Okay. And I didn't want it. Right. Because I was going to give me some kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it changed my life. I didn't think about that kitty cat that Right, right. And I, I used to laugh at you guys all the time, all you guys. Because you guys would, 
And I'm finna get deep because you know I keep it 100, man. I don't, I don't, I don't hide nothing. No, I ain't got no secrets. I remember you guys, Keith, all you guys. You was like, man, when you gonna get you some? And I would just look at you. I would look at you guys, man. And you guys would go, man. You don't know nothing about that. But at the same time, I knew more than that, more than you guys did, because I was, I was molested at 11 years old to the time I was 14. Yeah, and, I heard that happen, man. That is good. Well, yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you. You know, uh, I don't even know how to say this. You know, um, a couple of people in the family kind of brought it up again a couple of years ago and said, "Man, why didn't you say something? Did you like it?" Now I know this is Christian radio, yeah. but we're gonna be 100 about it. When you get into the spiritual aspects of sexuality and you get into pride, at that age, man, you don't know what you're doing. You just no, you get well, accustomed to. I like that feeling. And I remember right. just praying, like, I don't know what to do. But I would hear you guys saying, man, it's good. This, 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 that. And I couldn't enjoy that understanding. So what I did, I took it out on other cats. Like, I would, I'll try to fight everybody. I, I really didn't care. And that's how really deeply affected it, it did to me. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, among other things. You know what I'm saying? So that's just life, man. That's just deep. But I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Renard. What, what do you remember, uh, Keith? Oh my God, Mr. Uh, oh, it, dog. Get me started on him. Wasn't that bad, was it? Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, man. You was worse than all of us, slick when it came to that. Yeah, you did yours undercover, bro. Come on now. <laughs> he thought he was undercover. Yeah, you thought you was undercover, <laughs> Keith. Everybody knew, man. Everybody knew, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember the time in my bathroom on 40th at the house. Man, let me let me not talk about that. We're on the radio. <laughs> well, my, my thing about it is I've talked to Scoop, and he has learned so much about himself and sexuality and sensuality and life, having his own and the things we've went through from boys to men. And if we could go back again and do it all over again, we'd probably be millionaires. We all would. Any thoughts? Yeah, yeah. What you think about yeah, it? I, I agree with that. It'll be some change of things and a, a lot of change of things. What would you? What would you? What would you change, man? Really, the way that I went about stuff, Tommy. Okay. You know, I I, I would actually think more sensible than okay. what I did at that at that younger age. I really didn't care. Really have a sense of money of, of of what money was for. You know, I was always told that it was a tool. Okay. But I didn't understand how to use it as a tool. I just thought you just spend it. You get it, just spend it. Okay. You have fun. You know, don't don't never thought about what a man think about as an inheritance for his family, for his children's children, children's children's children. Right. See, this is something that when you when you get to talking to blacks, we don't we don't look at an inheritance for our kids. Kids, we just look at today. We don't want to leave them with no debt. But can we leave them something that where they can grow? Let me give you this this talent. Let me get it to you where you can go multiply and, and grow this and to be something, a seed to where your, your kids can grow from it and can take it to another level. You know, like the Bible said, we go from glory to glory to glory. And, that, and that's, where, that's where we're supposed to be in life. And as a man, right. it, it's taking things to another level for our kids' kids, not just for us, but for our kids' kids and kids and kids. Mm-hmm. Until the end of time, until Jesus come back here, that they, they won't have to be hurt, don't have to sit there and struggle. Oh my, my, my great, 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 great grandfather left us such and such and such. I don't give a jack if it was a car, a 1922 car. He left you that's worth two million dollars. 
but he kept it. He he kept it there for and kept it going. Kept fixing on it for it can go to the next, to the next, to the next. It was an inheritance, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, we we look when we say that we look at oh, we want big money to leave our kids oh, big a lot of houses, a lot of land. Yeah, land would be great because God's not making that no more. But <laughs> you you have to really be realistic about things and sit up and say, let's leave them something. My dad left us an inheritance of of work. You you have to work to get something. Mm-hmm. But see that he didn't leave us no debt. But that's what he the way the word where they were. And we have to take it to the next level. Right. And that's leaving an inheritance for our kids. Mm. I mean, because like you said, you know, losing my son was was the most. I, I it, it destroyed me. Let me t- say it like that. It took my oxygen. I didn't believe that I was supposed to live no longer. I had lost my dad, then my son. So you know, those was my two two confidants. You know, two people that I knew was there for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I, I knew I knew I had y'all. If I died today, I knew I could leave what I have, and y'all take care of everything for me. I I know that it ain't something that I'm guessing, and I'm just saying it because we're on the radio and I'm talking to y'all. I just shared that with y'all personally how I feel about that. It's because the idea of the word, you know, you want somebody that that's going to take and do things correctly for you that it has your greater heart. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's the problem. You you talking about how hard you done became and how you was getting hardened that you were. The only thing that I know you about is about your heart. You you one of the sweetest right. men that I knew. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, and I, it could have been towards me, but I, I can care less. But I can just only say how you how you acted around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you did a lot of crazy stuff. I'm not taking it from you. But what we have to look at was your heart. Look, who go who go start a radio and try to bring up a topic from boys to men? I'm I say I'm going to go on another topic. Let me let me quit. But anyway, <laughs> let me. I, I mean because I mean we we get to talking. Y'all know how we get. Now nah, go on. And this we, on we gonna keep it. We, we gonna keep it one hundred, man. Say what you want to say. It's your time. It's, it's just the idea of the word. It's so much love. Where it it ended up being six six of us or seven with yeah. Kevin Rucker, Bobby. Uh, Anthony, yeah. Demetrius, she, you, and I. Yeah, it, it was it was quite a few of us. I mean, but we people thought we was a gang. We wasn't a gang. We were just we loved each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? We was close, close, closest friends you can ever be. We was brothers. Right. But we wasn't right. a gang. Right. But we did we did throw down. Don't get it twisted. We would break you off. Right. And smile at you afterwards. Right. But we didn't never start. Well, we didn't start a lot of fights. Tommy and Anthony did. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember you came and picked me up, man, in an Oldsmobile. I looked at you like you That's lost right. your mind. And I was like, I get one of those. And how you drive like that? <laughs> but, <laughs> and the best drive I've ever seen in my entire life. And so. I started driving at the age of nine, though. That was the problem. But see, they bought me this. That was my car. They bought me. My mom and dad bought me a car too soon. Love that car. We wasn't, yeah, they bought me that car too soon. 
phone, even though they set it to the side. That's your car. You shouldn't have never told me that. Oh <laughs> man, I, I, we all remember that Oldsmobile, and, and Keith had the Mustang, and I had the Chevy. I had the Chevy. You're listening to Exciting Premium. Yes, sir. You're listening to Exciting Premium content on KCWG. The truth coming to mind is the Riverside thing, Tommy. Okay. Oh Lord. Okay. Clicked in my mind. Got to break that down. Break that down, man. You know, this this we was at at some apartments. We I don't know if we was messing with some girls or what, but but anyway, we was drinking beer, and you know we couldn't get Tommy to really drink, so we finally got him to drink a beer. Lord Jesus, he right. got drunk. You remember that school? Yeah, you, I remember you driving that. down Riverside, and this man Tommy, Tommy, I'm enjoying them. Put this boy in karate, and he done went to. I think he was at a. A purple, black. You was you was close to being at the end of your belt. You had three stripes on it. <laughs> yeah. And this rascal, I think he had his nunchucks in the car with him. <laughs> we riding down Riverside. This man riding a bike. Tommy said he done did something. He done pulled a gun out. He pointed at it. Tommy jumped out a running car. <laughs> I'm a ninja. I'm going to get him. You drunk. Get in the car. <laughs> Keep burning rubble because the dude done laid down like a sniper getting ready to shoot his butt. <laughs> It sure was, man. Ain't that something? That was your first time drinking beer. <laughs> and got good, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, man, I, I, mean I sit back. We've been so protected, man. My yeah. God. I, I just, I don't know why. I just, it just keep coming to me, you know? Yeah. Somebody prayed for us, man. Somebody prayed for us. Had us on their mind. That's right. That's right. Had right. us on their mind. Look at us today. I can, I can, I yeah. can proudly say, man, you know, we all are a walking testimony right. of success. Right. I'm not saying follow our, our book, but follow the end of it right. and becoming a man. Because the success right. that we have in life, if you take it and you roll with it, you will be successful. Right. You'll be a blessed individual. Mm. Because I, I didn't think I could keep going after Jock Jr. Right. I, I thought I was Joe. I, everything. I went through my divorce and didn't have nothing. Okay. You understand? I, I I left the house with nothing. Right. I, I left it with all the cars, the house. And I introduced I you to your wife. Back. I introduced you to your wife. You sure did. Yes, sir. She was a bet. Right. She was a bet. <laughs> yeah, she was. That's because funny. somebody wanted to be a butthole, talking about, oh, you can't get that and this and that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, man. Yeah. I remember. But, you I know, remember. I... I, I, I look at I look at my life. You know, God has showed me things to do in three for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. And when my son came to me at birth, when he started speaking, he said, "I'm only here with y'all for a while." I didn't understand that. Not until a couple of years ago, even after his passing, I I couldn't understand why he was saying that at a young man as a young boy. God sent me for, to y'all for a while. Like he, it, it, God had already shown him that he was gonna be gone, man, and it, it, it's it's amazing to me. See, because to, to know, see, y'all have to forgive me because, see, I, I know God in, in such a special way now. Okay. It, it, it's because I don't, I don't walk, walk through, I don't, I don't learn how to live by faith, not by sight. Okay. I watched my, my ex-wife go through cancer, have a big tumor on her neck. They told her it was go, when it busts, she was going to die. I watched God put money in my bank account when it wasn't nothing there. Mm. By being obedient. Obedience is better than a sacrifice. Okay. 
I and I, I, I mean, this is the right station for me because I, I love the song that was playing. <laughs> right. I love that song that was playing. I was telling Scoop, I needed to have in my car where I can base it. Let them know who I am. Mm. My yeah. God. I, y'all go ahead and talk because I'm getting excited and I'm going to start acting a fool over here. <laughs> Scoop, throw some wisdom. Yeah, you are right, man. So, like I said, uh, you know, like the time that we have been talking here the last couple of years, man, and uh, my love for God, and he is just right there with you said, Jock, man. He has done so much for me in the last three years or so. I guess like in 2015, I decided that I was going to go after my passion in life, which is helping people, you know. And, uh, you know, coming out of high school, man, I think we had a graduating class of 300, maybe 68 people, man. If I can remember right, I looked on my high school transcript, and I graduated 365th out of 365, 68 people. <laughs> right, right. Uh, man, no, nah, this can't be. I know I'm smart to catch in that. So I got back to school, you know, and, uh, you know, I think I may have told you just vaguely, but Tommy's um, uh, been uh, mentoring me, man, and, uh, you know, I've been on the principal's honor roll for the last two semesters, and, and I'm really looking... I'm really looking to get myself in a position, man, to give back, man, to really help out here. You know, I've been like a street counselor for years, man, helping folks right. out here in the streets. So, you know, I decided to go back. So, I mean, I, I just, I'm, I thank the Lord so much, man. Like I said, Doc, you all, you and Tommy always had that spiritual thing in y'all, man. And, it, you know, it always was what I think kept us, you know, safe and things over there. You know, my mother... Right. She gave life to Christ later on in life, but I believe if it wasn't for you and Tommy and y'all's families, man, and the foundation y'all came from, that yeah, a lot of more of us would be gone. Your grandmother, yeah, I believe more. Yeah, I had a praying grandmother for sure. You can't you can't leave her, out, boy, because I I know her. I met her. <laughs> <laughs> I knew her. <laughs> So, man, God has been so good for my life. Now that I understand, man, and all that I said, and I thank the Lord, man, that we all still together, man, like we are. Man, yeah. I just pray yeah. for everything, man. So, do yep. To be a part of this show like this, man, a uh, big shout-out to Pastor Starks from the Choose.com, yeah. man, all that. You know, Renard, listen, I, I look forward to this show every Thursday, man. It's really been a, it's been a, a, a significant part of my life for the last year or so, man. You know, I really love it. So, yeah. DJ Ron, man. The articulate, meticulous one. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah that's right. Oh, yeah, man. It's just been a big part of my turnaround, man. I love listening to this show. I look forward to it every Thursday, man. Big shout out to yeah. all y'all, man. Well, you Martin know. Oh, yeah. I, let me tell you something, man. Why, why, why I did this, man? You know, a lot of people don't know this, man. But I was, uh, I was in my doctor program at USC, man. I was sitting in the classroom, and uh, I'm one of these cats that uh, you know I write okay. But a lot of people can't speak to me on the mind level. And uh, USC got upset with me because I start talking about what about black men. And so when I start talking about black men and black culture all over from New York to L.A., and I would always bring up North Tulsa, uh, especially when you start looking at the Greenwood Massacre in 1921. And uh, my great-grandmother came from that that era, you know. And uh, Absolutely, and... I stood at that property, and uh, they didn't appreciate that. And I said to myself, uh, and I'm still working on the doctorate now. If anybody want to know, listening out there, you know, life is a progress. It's a progression, you know, uh, almost done. But it's been very, very uh, challenging. And so when I look at my brother Keith and I look at Renard 
if I can help anybody out there that is trying to get their education, they're trying to get a business, trying to look at money. I know money. I know education. I know them streets. I'm going to help you. And so I had to put this show together to so people could really listen to you guys and understand that a lot of times when people look at me, um, and I hate to say this, man, when I drive up in the Escalade, I used to drive up Escalades and all this stuff, making 30000 a month. People look at me and say, man, you didn't have a hard life. And I'm looking at them, and that would just infuriate me. And even today, they look at me and go, uh, you know, you look hard, but you really, really cool. And I just look at them like, man, you have no clue. You have no clue. And what me and my boys went through in life, like we've been through it and back. And so if I can help you get, I want you to get better than me. Everybody on this station, I want you better than me. Because you know I'm striving to be better. I want you to top me. I want you to surpass me. I want you to make more money. I want you to have more houses. I want you to just that's how that's how brotherhood is. And if you don't yeah, if you're not like that, you're not no brother. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That, you that, ain't one hundred. Say what now? You're talking about you talking about what, what we always say black men should be. Right. When they talk about Larry Hoover, I say y'all sit up and missing the whole thing. Y'all thinking gang banging. I said he was trying to tell you young men our era and to take it to another level. They all listen to people talking about blood, slobs, crabs, getting upset because of them words. I said what they're trying to tell you to quit being a crab, pulling each other down off that burrow. Let me pull you up. Right. Let me pull you up on the top of this burrow with me where we can pull somebody else up and we can climb this mountain together and we can get to the top and we all be successful because when we take time and think about it, who was the first man that God created? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want, don't want to accept it. I remember Miles Moreau brought that in there and they, they carried up and took him off of CNN. I'm telling you, boy, God, God didn't put me in a place to where I, I get an opportunity to tell it, I tell it. Because when you read your Bible, I want to I want to hear it that it changed up to dust. I said when you get the Bible that used to sit on our grandmamas and our mamas them table, it said dirt. The when the first Bible said God made man out of dirt, mm. and you go find me some almond, some uh, cream, find me some of that type of dirt. I don't want no sand. I want dirt. He said dirt. He didn't say sand. He said dirt. And whenever you go to dirt, you finna find brown, brown. You might get a little tin of red, but brown. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you yeah. can't you can't change it. You can't change it now. Right. When we set up and had them errors, and you know we we have our albinos, and that's where things start happening. But see, but people don't they don't want to run the history correctly. You are number one, black right. man. You are right. the first, mm. and it's time for us to yep. take our proper place and not be afraid. You don't have to go out and sell drugs. You don't have to go steal, rob a store, rob a bank, rob nobody. You don't have to do that because we've been creative all our life. What what was the what, what what did the black people create when they was having to pick cotton? Old man said, "Man, I'm tired of picking this cotton. Let yeah, me see. I right. can make something out of this doing wheelbarrow, this doing chain, and this this uh uh thing here, this woolly poop, and make the cotton gin." Right, right. But they, they go go back over your history. Then they talk about this 300 Chrysler 300. It was a black man who who performed that and made it. Oh, it's not a great car. It's not a great production. It don't look good. My God, them cars run good. Absolutely. Absolutely. He built it to make sure it lasts. But nah, go ahead, Tommy, y'all. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm listening to you. This is y'all show, man. I'm just, uh, I'm just amazed and I'm happy that uh, you know um, some of us are gone. Um, I look at a lot of cats that we grew up with; they gone, man. I look at, uh, you know, uh, I had a best friend, Marco Davis. 
and Marco mm-hmm. got beat to death. You know, I used to dip, do protection for Marco, and I remember mm-hmm. uh, one of the times I wasn't there in the Comanche projects, and they shot him about 16 times. Um, and I think in 96, uh, they beat him to death. And uh, I remember calling his mom, and I'm keeping it 100. I'm keeping it real. I called his mom five years ago, and uh, she was on my mind. Uh, I know you guys remember her mom. Um, yeah. And she said these words to me. She said, yeah, I remember you. You Tommy." I'm like, yeah. She said, uh, in order to be Marco's friends, you got to be cold-blooded. I said, man, I, mean, I used to be cold-blooded. She said, well, how come you didn't die? How come my son died and you didn't die? You should have been dead. And I thought about us, man, like we should have been dead like before 25. And uh, <clears throat> you know that. You know that. Everybody listening know us know that. But you know what? God's blood covered us. Uh, our mama's prayer covered us. We covered us. You know, all of us have great hearts. We really we really have a great heart. I appreciate you saying about my heart. I've always tried to keep my heart just just real. Always have. You know, I ain't got no jealousy. I never felt it. But I, 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 I have felt rage, and I will fight. I'll fight right now. Something wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. But I'm better. I just, I mean, you're doing all this talking, and, and you was, call, we was talking the other day, you talking about your knees and all that. I just don't want to hear nothing out of you, Scoop, Minkus, Keith, uh, Kevin. Because when we all get together, we're going straight to the court. Y'all know we have to go. We got to go to the court, baby. We got to go to the court. You you remember how we used to talk about them old men used to try to get out there and hang with us and we'd be doing stuff to them. Man, why this old man on me, man? I don't want to be here, man. Why this old man sticking me? You you know I'm going to end up doing them bad. But they was out there doing what they could do. They're trying to live like they used to live, you know. That's, uh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And now we there. Now, we I went out yeah. with some young boys, boy, and they ran me half to death. I was sitting <laughs> over there looking for the oxygen tank. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, you're right, man. We used to talk about them like the dog and set them down. Yeah, you know, I'm don't get back down. on the court no more until you bring your oxygen mask. You know, you're don't, listening don't do to it. Exciting yeah. But you're right, man. You, you're so right, you're man. We have to get in shape. And uh, you know we know how to do it. We know how to do it, man. But uh, life is tough. Yeah, absolutely. What you got any words, Keith? We we got about five minutes, man. What uh what you got any wisdom for us, man? A wise one? Who was that, Josh? No, you. You the old wise one, man. You the wise one, man. Just uh man, like I said, right now I'm in a uh I'm in a gracious giving good type of mood, man. I'm just so like I said, I'm just so thankful, man. Okay. For God working life, man, for being people like y'all in my life, for keeping him in my life and for watching the yeah. y'all's growth. And y'all's growth Watching coming back. Y'all feeling me, man. Y'all, y'all, he feel y'all up so y'all can feel me up, man. And that's, I, I just hope that we can continue to do that. And like I said, the yeah. the uh, this forum that we're a part of right here on the truth.com, man, all this, man, this is God, man, working for betterment yes, of man, for us, you know. And I just thank everybody, man. I thank y'all. I love y'all, man. And just, you know, I just want to keep going, y'all man. too, bro. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all coming on, man. Uh, We're going to roll it, but I appreciate y'all. Much love to you guys and your fams out there in T-Town, man. We out here in the West Coast in L.A., San Bernardino area. We real love, real talk uncut. Going to take a little break, but I'll hit y'all back in the, in in, uh, in a little bit on uh, when I get out the studio. And uh, y'all be safe out there on the streets. Let's take a break. All right, bro. All right. All right. Love, you. Right, love you, man. Love, love you too, bro. All right,
I'ma be working Do the worst in your best Cause all the schemers gon' scheme I hit em. All the dreamers gon' dream I hit em. All through the summer from the winter January to December What you gonna do? Here we go, here we go. Hey, hey, turn up, turn up. Yeah, real love, real talk, uncut. Yeah, I'm here in the studio with my little boy, man, Casey Bug. Pass starts. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The truth.com. Yeah, the best internet radio on the planet. It's so good to hear those brothers, man. Oh, man. To, uh, to say that uh, they listen, man. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they're listening on Thursday nights, man. That's what it's all about. Yes, sir. Man, support yes, sir. us, follow us, man, and uh, continue us to be that uh, best internet radio on the planet. We appreciate you, you yeah. know, listening. Yeah, man. And what you think about the topic, man, But from boys to men? Well, you know, brother, um, it's good to be able to sit and have that conversation. I think one of the things that we're losing today mm-hmm. is not telling the stories. Right. Right. Not telling the stories, man. Telling you know, stories, man. Jesus was a storyteller. Yes, he was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we too busy trying to email, text, everything. You know what I'm saying? We're losing that opportunity to communicate, man. Right. And that's what made y'all boys right. because y'all talk. You hung together. We did. Man, you know, we you did. didn't have no phones where you called each other. I mean, y'all throwing rocks on the window. Nah, Get up, man. man. Yeah, we going in the window. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate them cats coming on, man. We've been through a lot. Uh, man, when I say we th- there's some of the stuff we couldn't talk about right. on the air. Absolutely. But uh, we straight from the hood, man. And uh, we trying to get educated and get out here and get these PhDs and these PsyDs and these JDs. So, right. And also just, you know, bring uh, people to the fellowship of God and show them that, hey, we, we're not perfect. Like I said on the air, man, I'll fight in a minute, you know, and always been a fighter. And God has blessed me to be a protector right. and uh, of women and children. And so we warriors, you know and what I mean? Absolutely. And so, but at the same time, God said, you know, he said, be holy as I am holy and seek right. meekness and truth. So right. I try to do it every day, man. man I, I, I really it. do. Man. Doing, I'm a trip. You do it. But you know. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? You know, uh, it's, it, it, we got to be a trip. That's what makes Jesus love us all. Absolutely, man. man. He, he loves us all. He made me. Absolutely, hey man, and uh, he he adopted us, and he he knew I was crazy when he adopted me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely, absolutely, man. So I'm I'm happy that uh, the show went well, Great man. Show. It was very informative. I hope Great these show. young men take a hold of these young women, hey, that man. they really listen to these young cats. Well, they're young now. I mean, you know, they're right. still young, but right. uh, they getting they getting up there. We getting right. up there. And you know, this is another part that we need to talk about. Man, you know, the only time we have a conversation like that is at somebody's funeral. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get together, man. We're going to make it happen. So I'm glad you reached out to your boys, man, and y'all talked about it, man. It's on tape. If they ever need it, man, we got it right here, man. They can sit back and relax and, uh, you know, let let people know how much we care about each other. And not only that, man, I want to leave it like this, man. We should never be think highly of ourselves than we should. In the sense that I have did some great things professionally as a psychologist, right. as a person in real estate, man. I've made money. I've did things right. going into entertainment. I'll, I will always pull my boys up and tell them they can be greater than me. We should always be like that. Right. 
Absolutely. You know? Always, man. If they need a dollar, give them ten. They need ten, give them a hundred. You know. Right. And so with that being said, man, the show was great. I appreciate it. Oh man, I'm out into uh, DJ Ron, man. We still love you, man. We gonna miss you, man. And uh, glad we had took time out to celebrate you. And this is all about celebration. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Let's lift one another up. You know, let's steam each other, uh, others higher than ourselves. Absolutely. And if you're listening on the air today, KCW Truth to Top, Truth.com. Well, me and my little son, I want you to go and reach out on Facebook. Real love, real talk, uncut. Throw a comment, throw a like, and uh, we want some letters to come in about your situation, a personal situation, because we have a segment starting next week called "Ask Father Mentor," where I will break down some letters that come in on some personal note relationship. Because I also am a therapist also, and we'll break it down on the air so everybody can get that wisdom and that knowledge and that truth. Hey, until next time, we'll see you next Thursday, 530 to 7. We out. One love. You just listened to an exclusive KCWG thetruth.com program on our subscription premium content channel. Thank you again for your support of KCWG thetruth.com, the best internet radio on the planet.